guys, this is Lauren with the Mindful Business Life Podcast, coming to you with our Wednesday segment, Journey to the Heart by Melody Bietti. And um, it's a daily meditations on the path to freeing your soul. And right now, Lindsay is out. And so I've had the wonderful Hannah subbing for her. So thank you, Hannah, so much for coming in. Hannah, do you want to say hi? Introduce yourself a little bit. Absolutely. Hey, I'm Hannah, uh, back for a second week. Super excited for this reading today. Um, it was absolutely magical last time. So looking forward to see what the book has for us today. And so Hannah, you want to go ahead and take it away with this week's read? Absolutely. So uh, we're looking at March 1st, find healing and magic within yourself. She was an Osage salmon. Her land next to Cathedral Park in Sedona, Arizona was landscaped with a totem pole, a fire pit, a bridge leading to her house and gardens of flowers and rocks. A river ran across her property, singing to all who quieted themselves enough to listen. A teepee stood close by, once used to house the sweat lodge ceremonies. It was during one such ceremony I had met her. I returned later to talk with her for a while. She welcomed me back welcomed all who had visited to return her land. She didn't call it her land. She called it the land. She said it belonged to all of us. You don't have to take this journey, she said. You don't have to travel around searching for spiritual spots. All of the wisdom, the experiences, the spiritual places you seek on this quest are within you. Um, so there's a little bit more. And I'll finish the second half. While it's fun to go trips and trips often coincide with going to new places in our personal lives, we don't have to load up the car and hit the road to find what we're looking for. The places of power we seek are within us. Places of comfort, joy, wisdom, silence, healing, peace. The places we visit often reflect those qualities, reinforce them, and remind us they're, that they're there. But the places, the locations we visit are only mirrors extension and extensions of ourselves. The healing and magic we seek are not someplace else there within us. So, <laughs> sorry, I forgot the back. <laughs> no worries, double feature. Yes, I love it. It was kind of cool to like switch off like that this time. And so yeah. the, the topic was finding healing and magic within yourself. And we've talked about this before, like you are who you've been looking for, what you've been looking for. And um, it's so important to just remember you're enough to satisfy all the things that you want satisfied in your life. And um, I just love that she said, um, it's not my land. I love yeah. that so much. I think that's really big for me, like trying to remember that like nothing is just mine. Everything is ours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's important to remember, like you said, like the healing is within ourselves. A lot of times we're searching, oh, I'll go to this retreat and find healing or uh, I'll, I'll get close to God and find healing or I'll get on medication to find healing. It's really within yourself. And when you choose to open up and receive that healing, which is, is a good reminder. Yeah, I think um, kind of like you said, like, I know for me, when I was depressed, 
I mean, I've been depressed a lot in the earlier years of my life and the young adulthood of my life. I've also tried to off myself a few times. And when I finally got on antidepressants when I was about 20, 25, um, I realized mm -hmm. I did not need to be on them ultimately. What they made me realize was that I was lacking movement. I was lacking soul satisfaction. I was not fulfilling my wants and needs, which in turn reminds us that like we have to be willing to satisfy ourselves, to make ourselves happy, to make ourselves feel loved, to be our cheerleader, to be the one that goes out and gets things done. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I, well, I was talking to Leah about like how I wanted to off myself in the first half of my life and how, you know, how much now I live life so fully. Um, and that's because um, I found satisfaction in serving others um, and then doing things that really satisfied my soul. And then obviously, as I've grown closer to God, the power within me um, to be able to be filled very high and over the brim um, with soul satisfaction. So that way I can continue to be more expansive in my community has been like everything to me. And uh, it's crazy, you know, to look at my life and where I've been and what I've been through and st still be here some days. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, do I ever feel that. Had the same experience with antidepressants myself. It's like all of a sudden, you know, I I'd gone on a few times, but all of a sudden, when we met at the retreat that that week after, it's like something within me healed that I needed. And I realized the awesome community I can plug into here in Charlotte. And I realized, you know, I needed that pill because I'm far away from family, far, yeah, no friends, you know? And I found that healing within myself. Um, and if I needed to take a pill for a bit, then great. Absolutely. I said, I, um, you know, I found out that my, uh, I don't know if I'll get in trouble for saying this, but even my stepdad, um, one boy was like, yeah, take like a Zoloft or some shit, you know? And it was like, you know, everybody sometimes needs a little support. I don't encourage like longstanding medications just because they do damage the body itself. Um, mm -hmm. but I've learned that a little bit of support can go a long way. I mean, I've smoked weed. I mean, come on now, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I smoke weed to escape the stress of the day. I've um, I've definitely had a glass of wine. I mean, it's the same thing as putting a pill down mm -hmm. your throat, ultimately. Um, so yep. definitely, if you yep. feel like that's what you need, do it. But then find things that satisfy your soul. Find people. Um, and just spend time with yourself. I think the the truth of the matter was, I didn't love myself. I don't even think I knew how to love myself. Um, and when you don't know how to love yourself, you don't know how you tick, you become depressed because you, you just, there's just not a light. Like you don't like yourself and you have to be yeah. around yourself all the time. And so, um, it took a lot for, I don't even know where the switch really came in my life. I think it's when I started yoga, actually, mm -hmm. I, um, I actually have been doing yoga since I was a kid, um, watching this lady on this mountaintop every morning before school. Um, but I hadn't gotten back heavily into the practice until I was older. And it was pretty much right after, right after my whole like court thing that I found yoga and started getting consistent was in the beach body program. And it was just, it was that self-love, like loving my body and then finding yoga where it teaches like being present and engaged and mm -hmm. being okay in the moment, whether it's 
an okay moment or not, you know? And I think that's such a tough, like, rule to want to, like, start <laughs> accepting in life is, like, even when it's not okay, it's okay. Yeah. There's no other choice but to be okay in that moment and sit through that. And you're so right. Yoga is so freaking healing. I, too, grew up, you know, taking it in school or whatever. And then um, as I learned more about its therapeutic nature while in treatment, it it's like at any time I can get into a yoga pose or start meditation and uh, realign that that feeling of healing and peace within me. Absolutely. It is. Um, well, and so for those who like see what yoga is, I always try to clarify this, right? What you think the physical practice is called yoga. It's not, it's actually called asana. That's the physical representation of the umbrella word uh, yoga. An umbrella has multiple limbs like breath work, retention of senses, um, meditation, um, yamas and niyamas, which are personal observances and um, how we treat others, almost like the 10 commandments and in a sense, um, and some other some other layers too. But the physical representation of yoga or asana is uh, it represents moving through life, mm-hmm. and sometimes being in a flow state, sometimes being in holding postures that are uncomfortable because sometimes you get stuck, and you're. Yeah. And you want to drop your arms, but you can't, you've got to, you've got to, and it will go, it will, you'll start flowing again at some point. And so, um, yeah, it, it about balance, right. Learning how to balance in life. So yoga and asana, I say yoga for everyone, but asana is that representation of life. And at the end you die in corpse pros, you roll over mm-hmm. to the fetal position and you come back into this life. And so, um, I love yoga the fact that it represents that, you know, I don't know of any other I, basketball doesn't represent. Life. No, no. It might represent some of the challenges you face, right? Being able to think quick on your feet, so to say, but yoga's or asana's whole entire being is around that concept of this is life and learn to be present and engaged in it. And so, um, but yeah, like, but it did teach me, it taught me something without even me realizing that it was like deeply ingraining into my subconscious to love myself and to be comfortable and uncomfortable. And I've been comfortable and uncomfortable most of my life, but I think ultimately like we don't release that uncomfortability. We hold on to it and we just become even more sour and more depressed and more unhappy. But I think yoga really did help me kind of break that unhappiness with that. So yeah, I love this gentle reminder. A lot leaning into ourselves right now. Lee and I talk about it. We are moving out of hibernation and into spring, which is when life flourishes, when dead become alive. And this is the time to really listen to your soul and to figure out, you know, who you want to be with the Earth's new year. Um, because the possibilities are endless for you, for all of us to really be brand new as the new year rolls in. And so for those who don't know, I talk about the three new years, the mind, body, and spirit. Uh, Spring is uh, what I consider the body's new year. That's when things come out of hibernation. That's when new life is is born. Um, January is the uh, mind's new year because that's when we're all very goal oriented. And then your spirit's new year is obviously your birthday. And so I have a little, that's what I always consider the new years. And I, I love rolling into that when I'm teaching. So 
Um, but yeah, Hannah, do you got anything else you'd like to share today? I don't, but I love that reminder of healing and just learning more about yoga even, and, you know, realizing that yoga, um, is huge in my healing and I have to continue it throughout the day. It is my little vice throughout the day that I'm trying to lean on and use. Um, yeah. I love it. Yeah. This, and I, I encourage anybody, right? Like, uh, I love reading. The whole reason I started these segments was because I wanted to read and these little books. I mean, a lot of them have overlapping themes is what I'm realizing, mm -hmm. but I think it's a testament to the fact that at life's core, there's a lot of similarity in everything that we do and everything that we are. And so, you know, if you're feeling like you need a little love and support, um, grab one of these books, grab a 365 day devotional or something. Um, you know, this is a meditations on bring your soul. And so just find something to help uplift you and make your days better. So, all right, guys. Well, we appreciate you for tuning in. I think it was a nice little short suite today. And just remember that you are the magic. You are the one you're looking for. You are everything you want and need. And all you have to do is take a moment and connect with your heart and listen to what your soul says. So wishing you a blessed day, everyone. Thank Namaste. you, guys. Bye. Bye.